In its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues, this station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. You are advised that any view expressed by the host or their guest are not necessarily the views of the owners or management of Toginet Radio, Togi Entertainment, or the Owners Group, Inc. us on a journey into the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable. We will test your senses and challenge your beliefs. A world where science and religion clash. Or do they? You will meet real people and hear real stories, but you will not believe. You will witness strange sights and hear strange sounds, but you will not believe. This is the New England Ghost Project. Welcome to the everyone and welcome to another edition of Ghost Chronicles, the next generation. I am Ron Kolick, your host, the gatekeeper to the realm of the unknown, the unbelievable, the unexplained, the un-this and the un-that. And Wingland's own Van Helsink, and with me, my co-host, the lovely blonde bombshell, the star of East Bridgewater's Most Haunted, and Runway Kerrigan. Well, good evening. How are you? Uh, guten Tag. Uh, guten Tag, whatever it is. I don't guten know. Tag? Yeah. <laughs> That's I'm, good. Yeah, whatever. Whatever. Yeah, so we got a really great show tonight. Really, yes, really. Yes, we do. we got a friend of yours, and I guess I could call him a friend. Do you think oh. I could call him a friend? My goodness, I hope so. Yeah, we did, spend, <laughs> we did spend the night in the mansion together, so I guess that's, that's right. pretty close. Yeah, you can't really say, you know, you know, you know, you know whatever, slept together, know. but, you know. Oh, excuse me, don't go down that road, hey, usually I get accused of doing that, not you. <laughs> I <Ow>. meant you. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, yeah, anyway. Yeah. Uh, we all before... spent the night at a fabulous mansion together. Yeah, there you go. Good. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, but before I forget, uh, by the way, uh, next Wednesday we'll be broadcasting live yes. from the Circles of Wisdom in Andover, Mass. And come on down. We're going to have snackies there. Uh, we're going to have Elizabeth Foley. Uh, we're going to have, um, uh, what's her name, Dorothy uh, and Ona, the astrologer, is going to talk about the year in advance. Uh, yeah, coming up, uh, we're going to have, uh, we'll be collecting uh, warm socks for the homeless. And if uh, though you contribute a pair of uh, new warm socks, then uh, you get a chance to win a, a free reading from uh, my good friend, Laura Worcester. And so it's, it's going to be a good old time. I, we've got some other prizes we're going to be giving out, too. So it's going to be fun, fun, fun. And Eric, okay. Eric is coming into the station just to run this show because they're not running any live show next week. So Really? Uh, yeah, kudos to Eric. And, oh, oh, thank that's great you, of him. Eric. What a sweet guy you are, huh? Yeah, we love him. Yeah, although we didn't get invited to their Christmas party. I did. Oh, you did? Of course I did. Well, what what do you grabby? You don't share? You don't, you don't? You know, tell me I can go down and, and go to their party? Uh, huh? Nothing. Huh? I don't know. I mean, they just, uh, whatever. I thought you, whatever. 
Well, Merry Christmas to you, too. Yeah, Bob. <laughs> hey, by the way, according to the latest poll, the most irritating word in the English language is whatever. Whatever. Yeah, whatever. Uh, I think I could agree with that. I don't think so. Uh, obviously. <laughs> I'm going to get you a T-shirt that says whatever. 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 <laughs> yeah. Well, anyways, I'm really looking forward to next week, and I am coming. I'm going to bring a bunch of socks. Oh, cool. I know I'm not eligible for the drawing, but I'm going to bring socks anyways. But I'm really looking forward to seeing Circles of Wisdom because I've never been there. Get out. You've never been there? I've never been there. Well, Andover is not exactly close to my home. That's true. Nothing is close to your home. This Uh, is true. (laughs) But, I mean, it's a really cool place. It's a metaphysical bookstore and a whole lot more. But uh, it's really neat because they're going to have 20% off everything there as well during the show and after the show. So, woohoo! Woo! That's awesome. Good. I'll get some last minute gifts, too. Oh, I mean, they got cool stuff. Everything like pendulums, books, and uh, you name it. All kinds of smudge kits, uh, money kits, which is, you know, the New Year's coming up. Time to to do a little uh, hocus pocus and, you know, make yourself some money and whatever. I know I personally can always use another pendulum. Right? There you go. Right. You can never have too many, I don't think. Anyways, I want to give a big shout-out, 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 shout-out. Can I say that? Shout-out. <laughs> yeah, you got shout an echo going, out, too. Yeah. Shout-out to Red in the chat room. Hey, Red! Hey, Red. Amanda. Oh, I missed her. <laughs> I, I heard that. Amanda has been listening to the show, like, forever. Really? Forever. Since she was just knee-high to a grasshopper? Well, she still is knee-high to a grasshopper. <laughs> so that's besides the point. <laughs> Good. I'm glad she's back. Yes. I don't know her, but I'm I'm happy to meet her uh, in the chat room here. Great kid. I did meet her at uh, Dining with the Dead up at the Wyndham Restaurant, which, by the way, uh, next month we're doing another one. Uh, and we oh my God, it's on DVPs. How do you like that? <gasps> oh my but goodness! Not Mike. Not but Mike. it's not my, Mike. My own EVP guy. Uh oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. So, anyways, without further ado, well, we, we actually, we should play a beyond, 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 beyond bizarre. Abadibadi. Babu. Okay. So, uh. Rising from the Grave. In his book, Scottish Body Snatchers True Accounts, author Norman Adams paints several gruesome tales of premature burial and inadvertent rescue. Among them is the account of Maggie Dixon, who was hung in 1724 in Inveresk, presumably for a self-induced abortion that she had attempted to conceal. Maggie was hung in the town square, and it is said that the hangman pulled and swung on her legs once the noose was tightened and the ladder was kicked out, just for good measure. She was cut down, apparently dead, and her body was put in a cart by her relatives to be taken home for burial. Along the way, the family and friends of the deceased Maggie stopped for a drink. While the mourners were inside the alehouse, Maggie regained consciousness. Her weak cries attracted help, and she was revived by a local surgeon. Later, she was granted her freedom and went on to live many years, being widely known as Half-Hanged Maggie. A similar tale is one from Aberdeenshire, where Marjorie Elphinstone was buried alive and roused from her premature, eternal slumber by a grave robber who was trying to steal the rings from her fingers. And there is the story of the minister's wife, 
Margaret Halcrow. She was saved from an untimely fate when a sexton attempted to rob her grave and found her alive. Her husband was quite shocked to find her knocking on the door one evening. A terrifying tale from Varla Ventura's Book of the Bazaar, available now wherever books are sold. Uh-huh. You know what? We need some new ones of those, Eric. <laughs> I wasn't going to say anything. You know. I absolutely love those. Absolutely. That one is a particularly cool one. I, I like that one a lot. Well, I do too, but we yes, we need some new ones. How about that? Yeah, done that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> so think about being there and doing that. Why don't we bring on our guest who was none other than Mr. EVP himself. Mr. Mike Marquardt. Hello. Hey. hey How are you? Good. Good. Good I'm great. You, you your voice again? <laughs> yeah, I, my voice is back. <laughs> a lot. A while. <laughs> but uh, I'm back. That is awesome. I, I have so much to talk talk about with you, uh, so many things, but uh, I know that you have some EVP clips and stuff. So uh, first of all, why don't you introduce yourself, or, or Ann, you can introduce him you know him better than anyone, I guess. <laughs> well, I don't know if I'd say anyone. I think I'd oh, I know. I, I trouble for that. I the wife in there. Don't worry. <laughs> um, Michael Markowitz and I work together. I've uh, worked together for years on East Bridgewater's Most Haunted, our team here in East Bridgewater, and we also have a television show that's broadcast locally, and, of course, we're on YouTube as well, called East Bridgewater's Most Haunted. And Mike is our chief EVP specialist and is magnificent at it. And without further ado, ta-da-da, take it away. (laughs) (laughs) And he also has a book out. You need to talk about your book. Yeah. But before we do that, I I do want to mention one other thing about you, Mike, is is, is, uh, when I first uh, heard about EVPs, you know, everybody just did them with little recorders and they ran around with their little recorders. Yeah. <laughs> yes, you did. You have more equipment than I think I have in all the things that I do. Yeah, it's kind of, it's kind of a mobile recording studio, um, but it gives the best recording. You know, I wasn't I wasn't ever satisfied with the sound of those little digital recorders uh, that most people have, um, which are very affordable, and I'm sure that people who look at the uh, you know. Uh, the paranormal stuff is a hobby. I'm going to go out and spend thousands of dollars on equipment just to record some voices. Um, but I do because, you know, I just have an audiophile ear. I, I like I like pristine quality, and, you know, when you record EVPs with that kind of equipment, you know, the nuances come out. You can you can hear details that you can't get any other way. You need to get, have nice, pristine, clean sound. So that's what I went for, you know. So how did you get into it originally, and uh, where are you going to go with it, I guess? Um, yeah, well, I originally got into it by uh, simply hearing one, and um, you know, it, was a, it was a scream at a Halloween party that a friend of mine had recorded, and you know, like the rest, they say, is history, because you know, after I heard it, I was so hooked on it. It just struck a chord in me, and I just knew that I was going to do it uh, forever, and um, I immediately went down and got a handheld recorder, a cheap one at Radio Shack, and I just started recording. And um, through the years, it just pro- progressed into 
um, better and better equipment and more and more EVPs. And you know, I'm at the point where I'm at now, which is, you know, I have a book and um, currently collecting information for a second book and um, creating devices to use. And it's just, uh, it's, it's just getting bigger and bigger, you know. The field, the field has opened up, and uh, I'm, I'm, prog- I'm still progressing. Doors keep opening, and uh, it's uh, they're very good to me. There you so, go. I, and I think, I think even in just a few years since, you know, we've been working on our shows, I I think the field of EVPs has really just exploded. Don't you? It has. Yeah, it's um, the stuff on TV that you see, uh, all those shows has has become kind of stagnant. You can almost you know, uh, predict what's going to go on when you turn on a show that you haven't seen. You know, um, it needs a kickstart. Something needs to happen to boost up the field of the paranormal into more reality than what you see on TV. Um, but, you know, nevertheless, it's entertainment. People got to make a buck at it, I guess. And um, But there's a reality out there that's not really seen on TV, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, that's, I actually, that's for another show. <laughs> I, actually, I had a question. I was going to hold it to the end, but I think since we're on that subject now, I would like to bring it up. Is when I first started, uh, you know, ghost investigating many years ago. Uh, you know, there weren't very many ghost groups around, and when we played the first EVP, people were in such awe of it. Yeah. But now, because there's so much exposure, do you think? It's really lost some of its punch like it originally had. I mean, people would go totally gaga over it. Uh, no offense to any gaga. Uh, yeah. But uh, now they have, like, the obelisk and, and all these electronic devices. I mean, did you think it's, it's, it's lost some of its glamour? Yeah, it has. Um, it's one of these kind of things where, you know, you, you get a, a new Ferrari, you drive it for two weeks, and you get bored with it. You know, people's attention span... Um, is real short, you know, and they need to have bells and whistles all the time. They need, you know, flashing lights and, uh, you know, something to keep them occupied. So the ratings of all these shows on TV have dropped significantly, and um, it's because people do get bored with it. Yeah, absolutely, but you can't lose your focus on what it is that you're doing, what you want to do, and what actually you're listening to and where it's coming from. And it's it's one of these things where you can't lose your connection. You have to stay focused and you have to stay, stay connected with it to continue that journey of uh, bringing that stuff in and recording it. And um, there's, you know, there's lessons and there's methods of uh, making better connections where you'll get better recordings. And um, that's something that I'm getting into now. But, uh, yeah, people do get bored with it, you know, unfortunately. But don't you think, um, I think in terms of it being more accepted now, don't you feel it's, it's people used to say, oh, yeah, it's whatever. But I think now it's, a, it's much more respected. It is, and there's a lot more critics involved, too, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you get some of these groups have been out there for, you know, four or five years, and all of a sudden they're an expert because they've done X amount of, uh, investigations and they've got some evidence, so now they become experts. You know, I mean, I've I've sat in and listened to groups talk, and um, they didn't show me anything that I haven't seen on TV. They didn't go into any theory. Uh, you know, and the whole topic of the conversation for an hour was on EVPs and. 
come down to the last 15 minutes, they played a few, and that was it. And um, mm -hmm. I was very disappointed in it because they didn't think about um, anything in theory or where the stuff may be coming from or supply some kind of an idea or direction or, or, or anything about the field. No improvements. They just basically, you know, just say, yeah, this is what we caught. You know, I started mm -hmm. blasting them with questions, and they got kind of angry at me. But, <laughs> <laughs> um, I wonder why. <laughs> yeah, but that's just that's just the nature of my of of my research is to continually ask questions and to always push and to create and to try to figure this stuff out to a point where I can make you know things work. So it's just it's just my nature to ask questions and always push. So mm -hmm. right, but it makes me better at what I do. Yeah, it's actually cool because. Uh, you know, it's like if you're not challenged, then how can you really defend your work? Correct. That's absolutely true. And um, and that's the thing. Um, when you see stuff on TV that's obviously faked, um, you know, it does put everything that they, they do into jeopardy because are you really going to trust the information that they're giving you? You know, the stuff that I record, some of it is just absolutely amazing. I've never heard anything like some of the things that I've recorded. And that's the reality of this stuff, that it's so alive and it's out there. It's everywhere. And once you start recording this stuff and um, connecting with it as best as you can and really trying to have the intent of really connecting with it, and you start capturing this stuff, it's so amazing. You don't have to fake it, you know. Unfortunately, these are paid actors on TV, and they have a contract to fulfill, and they need to keep the ratings up the best they can to stay on TV as long as they can, mm -hmm. make, that, make that dollar. And that's what it's become, you know. Um, they're not, you're not going to see anything on TV um, about expanding the field, about bringing real truth to it. It's all about the almighty dollar, you know, mm -hmm. but... And, and and that sucks, you know. It does, yeah. Well, I mean, it, it is. It is. I mean, let's face it. You need money to do right. do as simple as that. I mean, uh, I've seen that myself. And as I mentioned, I've been around for a long time. No, yes, right. you have. <laughs> yeah, mentally and physically. Uh, <laughs> Uh, you know, there's so many groups out there, and they they're all doing the same thing, and it's it's just you know the, the market's getting a little bit flooded. To be honest with right. you, it's it's becoming more difficult um, for everyone. I think. Yeah, it is flooded. That's what I was saying. You need to get like a there needs to be a jump start of the uh, of the field, and I tell you, if you can do one that's based on reality, what really takes place. Um, and investigations without any tomfoolery, um, then I think it brings it down to a level where most groups are operating from. They'll, they'll identify with it a little better. Um, the magic happens in review of the data that you collect. When you go back and look at the film footage, you look at the video, you know, all the photographs, all your audio recordings, and, I, and you start pulling the stuff out, the amazing amount of evidence that you really can capture. And that's the stuff where... And, when you first hear it, you just, you know, you light up because you really caught something that's so phenomenal, you know, yeah. and, you start, and you, start think, you start thinking about where it came from, you know. Right. And if you could add a few scantily clad ladies with this, I mean, it'd be really great. All right, you got uh, <laughs> as long yeah. as there's bikinis involved. 
Yeah, right, right. Yeah, thanks, guys. <laughs> yeah, nice. We'll wait till warmer weather in. Right, right. Yeah, <laughs> we'll we'll perk up the. Uh, what did you we'll, say? Did you say perk up? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's just perk up this paranormal show and put some girls with bikinis on it. Yeah, that's a great idea. Great, right. Hey, yeah. You know, nice. someone has to do it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh my God. All right. Well, let's get away from the bikinis. Right. Let's do EVP. Yeah. Sure. So, any, anyways, Mike, I, I know that you have submitted some uh, clips for us to play, and yep. uh, so do you want to uh, get into them, or uh, do you want to send them? Yeah. Or, uh, um, that'd be fine. Yeah, that'd be great. Um, yeah, one of the um, the points that I make in my book, um, which is titled uh, EVP, uh, Electronic Voice Phenomenon, Massachusetts Ghostly Voices, um, the book comes with a CD so that you can play along with the tracks as you read. Um, relatively short book, but it makes uh, some very interesting points. Uh, one of them is that I divide the EVPs into two categories. One is the, um, well, actually, both of them is, are based on the psycholo- psychological aspects of those people that I'm recording. And they're much like ours. There's not much difference between um, the mentality of the EVP that I record in us in our everyday lives. They're very, very much the same. Uh, the first group, as I put them, I call the great singularity because they're still much like us. They still have uh, needs and wants and all that stuff, you know what I mean, the stuff that you learn here on Earth. And the other group is more connected uh, spiritually with everybody around them and is in a much, much better place than the, the other people from the, uh, the other dimension or the lower realms. And that, in that place, I just call the oneness, and it's full of choral singing, which I do have a couple of examples of. And so it kind of divides the two groups, and it kind of shows a progression, if you will, if you accept the theory, that is, you know. Um, but it kind of makes sense, and uh, it's kind of wonderful to listen and to ponder. But um, uh, the first the first track um, that I like to play, uh, track one, is... Um, is a Class A EVP. It's really phenomenal. Um, this re- was recorded down in Connecticut, and um, we were getting coffee because uh, it was about two o'clock in the morning. <laughs> and all of a sudden, this voice pops in right into the microphone, and it's very out of out of place. But you'll hear it. Uh, so why don't you go ahead and play that track one? So you can hear that mumbo-jumbo mm-hmm. towards the middle there. Um, there's, a, there's two things I just want to point out. Uh, when I submitted these files, they were in MP3 format, and there is a kind of a watery sound effect uh, given to the file because it's a compressed file, and I think the fidelity is lost uh, going through the Internet and all that. So the original quality of this recording is very good. All right, uh, why don't we for, play it one more time anyways? Yeah, go ahead. Track one. Now that mumbo jumbo speech, to me it sounds like he's saying we have to back up Bub a bit. Uh, I kind of equate that to somebody who may be uh, in a wheelchair or an overweight person. Bub is probably a male figure. 
and I have to back him up a bit. Maybe they pushed his uh, his chair in too far to the table, and he's mm. trying to struggle to back his chair up, but he's very overweight. Possibly. We have to back up both of it. How did you get all of that out of, out of that? I mean, that's <laughs> but no offense, Mike. Are you psychic, too? Well, why would somebody say we have to back up Bub a bit? What's the point of saying that? You have to back somebody up. They can't do it themselves. Yeah, well, so that means you have to help. Uh, you know, you're seeing, okay, I don't want to argue with you. <laughs> oh, fine. I'm open to it. But, no, I mean, you're looking at it it's, it's strictly a physical way, but he may be saying uh, on, in a uh, more literary way, you know, uh, you know, hey, we've got to back up Bob a little bit. Uh, wait a minute, you know, you, you know, before you, you know, he's like way ahead of himself in the conversation. Sure. But talking that's about a, things, but uh, absolutely. You and know, you know that's and that's the wonderful thing about EVPs, uh, they're relevant to the people who are listening to them. Right. You know, some people, you know, some people are going to hear something else other than I hear, and that's perfectly fine because that's what happens all the time. Some people hear this stuff very easily, and some mm-hmm. people don't hear it at all. Uh, Hello. <laughs> <laughs> EVP challenge. Uh, yeah, that's me. Well, she is that's blind. fine. You know, I, I just have my interpretation of what I record and what I hear, and I put it out there. And you can agree with it, you can argue, you can whatever you want. It's, and I'm open, like I said, I'm open to it because it's relevant to you, and that, that's a good point, Ron, that you make. You know? Yeah. I mean, no, it's just it's just interesting that, that you got that. I just was, you know, that that you picked up on it that way. And uh, but you know, that like you said, that, that's part of you know that's what you got from the EVP. Other words. Right. In a, in a way, it is kind of psychic because that's what you're reading into it. In other words, that's what you're getting out of it. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't mean that it's 100% accurate, but it's an explanation oh, for myself. It's 100% accurate. And the other thing, too, that's very interesting about that is you can hear us talking uh, in the background as we're getting our coffee together. And the microphone was on the kitchen table, which was across the room. And you can actually hear our voices not reverberate in the room, and the voice that spoke has the same quality of reverberation for the acoustic signature of that room. So it sounds the same. So that voice that came in was was very very strong, and it actually had the sound quality of the room, which is uh, it happens once in a while when they're that clear and that strong, and that's a pretty good example of it. Very very interesting. Right. All right, I, I know we have a break coming up now, and, and I know that and you're going to be leaving us, I guess, right? Yes, I'm sorry. It's my daughter's Christmas concert tonight, and uh, I'm in big la, trouble. La, la, la. <laughs> la, 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 <laughs> Gotta be the good parent. I know, I know. I'm trying to do everything. <laughs> no, we appreciate it. So uh, uh, you have a good night, and uh, you know, uh, enjoy Absolutely. it. And uh, we will see you next week down at Circles of Wisdom. Yes, absolutely. Looking forward to it. And thanks, Mike. I'm sorry I have to cut out on you, but... Perfectly fine. I know. All right. All right. Have a good night, everybody. Enjoy. Okay, bye, Ann. Bye-bye. Okay, we're going to take a break right now. We'll be right back after the following messages on Toji.net. Welcome to Tokinet, radio with a cutting edge. The American Rock and Roll Countdown with Alex Price. 
Now, this Saturday morning, we're going to count them down one more time from number 40 all the way to number one with the official Classic Hits Countdown, the American Rock and Roll Countdown. We'll count down the biggest hits of the 70s with interviews and artist information, news, weather, sports, you name it, we'll have it this Saturday morning, 9 o'clock Eastern, right here on Toginet for the American Rock and Roll Countdown. The American Rock and Roll Countdown on Toginet. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for you to be a rock star. Get ready to rock with Rock Talk and Craig Deswalt and learn how to achieve rock star status in your industry every Tuesday afternoon at 2, 1 central on toginet.com. Craig Deswalt is the creator of the Rock Star System for Success. Craig will share easy tips and strategies on how entrepreneurs and businesses can use outside-the-box marketing strategies to stand out from their competition. Each high-energy show will feature interviews with celebrity rock stars as well as business rock stars. For more on Craig, the show, and the Rockstar Marketing Boot Camps, check out the website, CraigDuswalt.com, so you can learn how to be perceived as an expert and celebrity in your field, so more people come to you to buy your services and products. Then, get ready to be a rock star with Rock Talk and Craig Duswalt. Tuesday afternoons at 2, 1 Central on Tugginet.com. We are back. You are listening to Ghost Chronicles, the next generation with Ann Kerrigan and Ron Kolick, although Ann just left, but so you stuck with me, I guess. Our very special guest is Mike Marquardt's EVP specialist. And we were going through the EVPs. I think how we're going to do these EVPs, uh, Eric, if you're listening, of course you are. Uh, you play one, and then Mike will go over it a little bit, and then we'll play the EVP again so that people can hear it. So you, sure. Yeah, we'll play it. You can comment on it, and then we'll play it again. Sure. All right? Sure. That sounds good. So should we, should we try the next one? Sure. Um, uh, track number two, if you would play that one. Well, that one didn't play. Hold on. That one didn't play. Hold on. Still waiting. Still waiting. It may be so short it's not playing. It's only two seconds. Let's try Okay, we could, you can go on to track three if you like. All right, we'll go on to track three then. That's a quick one. You know, play that again if you will. That one there says we can't go home. I heard that. Yeah, again, it has some uh, watery uh, sound effect to it. Um, but that's a nice loud one as well. And um, one of the things about these loud EVPs is that, um, you know, a lot of people like to introduce uh, sound energy into their recording environment to try to help the spirit speak. And I was always, not, I shouldn't say always, um, when I first started recording, I did the same thing. I got results from it. But then I shied away from that to go into uh, more pristine sound conditions and nice and quiet, and I was still getting these EVPs. So um, I, know, I know when I record that I don't need to introduce that noise. And this is one of the examples of uh, a nice, clean EVP with no noise associated to it. When you listen to the, to the file that I have on my computer, it's so nice and clean, and the voice is so... Uh, up front and loud that you'd almost think it was a um, you know an investigator uh, that was present at the time of the recording, but it's not. And um, it's it just goes to show you that um, silence def- definitely does work. Um, 
you know, we can't go home. You know, you can study that phrase for a while, you know. What do they mean? That could be this world or the next world. You know, we can't go home for some reason. You can't but, go home you can't stay here. <laughs> there you go. Uh, so play that one more time and then we'll, and then we'll go on a second one. Can't go home. Yeah, very good. Go home. Now, and, uh, uh, go ahead. Uh, I was going to say, uh, when you take that file and you reverse it, it says no thank you. Just kind of interesting. Oh, really? Yeah. If you have some editing software, um, you know you can. Uh, if you purchase my book, that that file I believe is in there. You can take and download it into your computer and just reverse it, and you could you'll hear it backwards. In fact, I might even have that track in my book that's, uh, that plays it that way. Yeah, actually, it's, uh, I do. It's in there already. It's, an, it's a good example of reverse speech, um, which is an interesting field in itself. Now, now, why why would you why would a spirit put reverse speech on a recorder? Well, it's uh, human beings speak in reverse. Actually, um, before we learn how to speak forwards, I've actually recorded baby talk and reversed those files and got full sentences out of it, which is something I'm going to get into. It's hot, kind of hard because you got to find babies who are just on the cusp of learning how to speak because that baby talk actually contains full sentences. You just have to reverse it in order to hear it. It's absolutely amazing when you hear full sentence structure coming from a baby who can't speak forward at all and can't even say a single word, yet it does come through in reverse. It's a very freaky thing to hear. It's pretty that's, cool. That's that's pretty interesting, actually. I I had never heard of that before, Mike. That's uh, yeah, that's very interesting. It's another way that the, that the brain works with uh, you know communication and uh, collecting you know collecting information really and um, using using speech. But but people in general have to learn how to speak uh, the way we do now. What we call forward, they automatically speak in reverse. So in our adult lives, we speak in reverse as well. In fact, if you record yourself just speaking, reverse the file that you made, you'll actually hear yourself speaking in uh, reverse. You'll you'll hear full sentences. It'll you sound know. it'll it'll sound funny. It might it's usually faster, two to three times faster than what we speak forward. Um, there's a good website out there, reversespeech.com. Um, there's some websites out there that deal with this phenomenon. Um, but it definitely exists, and a lot of EVPs have something to say in reverse. So if you do capture some nice, clear EVPs, just reverse that section of the uh, EVP speaking and then play it and see if you can hear another, uh, another sentence or another word come out of there. Chances are you will. That's totally interesting. Yeah, well, I, cool. I, I, yeah. I swear that my cat is trying to speak to me. Maybe if I record him or turn the speech of the cat backwards, uh, I might get something human out of it. Uh-oh. Hello? We lost Mike. We lost Mike? I'm going to call him back. Oh, my God, we lost Mike. It was my cat thing, wasn't it? I knew it was. <laughs> Anyways, you are listening to Ghost Chronicles, The Next Generation, with Mike... Marquardt's out there somewhere. Maybe he got EVP'd. But anyways, uh, we actually, uh, uh, you know, like I said before earlier, the first time that I heard EVPs uh, started playing them, people were like really gaga over it. And it seems to have lost a little bit of its uh, luster. But uh, when you have people like Mike who are doing 
so much more than just uh, the regular recordings of the EVPs and, and uh, working on so many theories behind them that, uh, you know, it's it's a whole new field that, again, it's, it's going to come back, I think, stronger and better, I think, probably in the end. Reverse is interesting. Uh, I definitely want to try that, especially my cat. So anyways, uh, anyways I, while we get Mike back on the phone, I do want to say that uh, next Wednesday we will be at the Circles of Wisdom in Andos. So come on down. We're doing the show there live. It's free. We're going to have snacks. And if you bring a warm pair of socks for homeless people new, then you get entered into the drawing for a free reading from Laura Wista. And also, uh, we'll be having prizes there as well. And we will have angel expert Elizabeth Foley and Dorothy Morgan will be there. Dorothy Morgan, who will uh, actually uh, be giving us, the, I guess, the 2011 uh, preview, astrology-wise. That'll be kind of interesting. So, anyways, while uh, Viking tries to get Mike on the phone, uh, Viking, you got that uh, that dog uh, EVP I sent you? If you can, can you play that, please? I know you got to find it. So, anyways, this was an EVP we captured in a gatehouse and the, the Methuen, and there were no dogs in the investigation or anything else. And this is pretty clear, even for me, and I'm very critical of BBP. So play that one more time, please. So I don't know. Sounds crazy. But uh, we're trying to get him back on again. And if he does, I will come on, comment. Up. Seems to be uh, speaking about uh, dogs and. Uh, Goats, uh, the last show we did yesterday, there seemed to be a lot of interest in uh, pet goats again. So I think what we're going to do is try to get Joshua Warren on the show. Now, Joshua wrote a, a book uh, several years back called Pet Goats, and we had him when I was back in my WCCM days, and uh, it was an interesting show. And uh, with the new uh, interest in it, I think we will bring him back. Uh, it, speaking about that, uh, we Oh, God, this was years ago. Maureen and I went to a pet cemetery, which turned out to be very, very freaky. Because, as it turned out, uh, we were picking up a lot of uh, different things. And uh, she actually picked up on a human spirit in a pet cemetery, which was interesting. And when we did the research on it, we actually found out that there was a murder and a woman's body was dumped there uh, in my lifetime not that long ago. Uh, so that was kind of weird in itself. But anyways, uh, did he say goats? Yes, I said goats. Anyways. Uh, Eric, you there? Yeah, I'm here. I'm waiting uh, for we... Mike to call. He said he was calling in the stack there or in the chat, but Some... okay. something's not right. There he is. Hold on. Okay. So anyways, I'm still waiting for Mike, and I believe he is here. I hope he's here. Mike, you there? I'm back. Whoa, what was that, dude? I don't know. I had uh, I have, uh, two phones at home, and both of them went dead. I don't know what happened. Uh-huh. I'm, 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 
calling from my cell phone. Paranormal. Paranormal, I'm telling you. The more you... Seriously, the more... I bet you know this yourself. The more you deal with the paranormal, the more you're opened up to different things. That's all I get. Absolutely. That's very true. Um, You start coming more connected to it, and there's, um, there's certain gifts that you can start picking up on, if you like to call it that, um, you know, being intuitive. Um, I've, I've become a little bit more intuitive just by doing this kind of work because I think once you get connected to it to a certain point, these, these um, I like to call them spiritual gifts, if you will. Um, and it's all a mental thing. All this stuff is all cerebral, you know, connecting with spirituality. It mostly comes from your mind because it has to do with intent, and you have to want to connect with it, and you have to think about it in certain ways. You have to, you know, get your heart in the right position to um, really make a good connection. But one of the gifts from that is um, becoming intuitive and meaning that, you know, you, you can see things happen before they happen. You know, that happens to me a lot. You know, if I'll meet somebody, and I'll know that I'm supposed to uh, follow through with these people, and good things will happen. And so far in my career, that's exactly been the case. It's, it's a lot of fun. <laughs> It, it, one, one thing you mentioned about it's all in your mind and stuff is, is that was always one of the big criticisms of EVP because they believe that uh, the people who were actually recording are uh, basically projecting their thoughts onto the recorder. Uh, I've yeah. heard, you heard that before, right, as well. Absolutely. Right? Yeah, right. absolutely. It's coming from the same source. Uh, you, know, our, you know, our brain is always putting out and receiving information on the spiritual level. So um, our mind quite possibly could be um, showing up on these recorders and stuff. So uh, for me, yeah, I I think it's it's very possible. I've tried some experiments here at home um, based on that theory. I haven't been able to record myself, uh, you know, from my own mind onto a digital recorder yet, but, uh, you know, I'll I'll keep trying it. Be interesting. I, I, I understand that. Uh, you ever hear of Michael Baker? Yes, of course. Yes. Michael Baker uh, says that he has created an EVP uh, from another location, in fact, on a recorder in another room. But it, it, he had to use, I don't know how many, all kinds of power, let's put it that way, to, to do yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, I haven't heard it or anything about it. I, I heard this only secondhand. But uh, if, if he did, then that opens up a lot uh, as far as uh, what EVPs truly are. But anyways, I know we're running well, out of time. Yeah, go ahead. As well, I was going to say, well, it's one aspect of what EVPs can be. Right. So not all of them. I think I think because the information exchanges freely, I think that it's a possibility that sometimes it can't happen where it does come from the person doing the recording, but the rest of the time it's coming from someplace else. Could be from the other investigators in your group. Um, it could be from you know people from the other side. We really don't know. That's the, the case. We don't know. That's true. Uh, That's the interesting thing is, is like even a pendulum work. Uh, when you do pendulum work, you could definitely influence the the pendulum with using your own mind. I mean, that's one of sure. the problems of it. So it, it's yeah. similar to Any, that. Anything that you're holding on to that uh, will create an effect, I think, can uh, be subject to that. I think so. Yeah, okay. So anyways, uh, why don't we get to... Uh, I know we're running out of time once again, so I forget where we are. File 4, I guess. Um, okay, we can play File 4. Uh, that, that's a very interesting one. It's an EVP, but it's one of a different sort. 
Um, okay. This one was recorded in uh, East Bridgewater at the Guthrie residence. Um, it's kind of self-explanatory. When you hear it, you know what it is. So track four. And guys, my house. Yeah. Like, yeah. Now, I just peeked in whoever's room is. Oh, that's right. Yeah. You have a big candle on the bureau. Yeah. But it's great for. Yeah. Now, there's a, um, uh, the sound of, of this EVP is actually a gunshot. It only comes through, uh, kind of quietly because it's a compressed file. The full effect, uh, doesn't appear. Um, there's some, there's some lost data on there, but there's a gunshot in the middle of that that goes off and reverberates within that room. Right. Uh, I, I, have heard, I have heard the uncompressed file. Yeah. I do want to say that it, it is. It's a very clear gunshot. I've heard this EVP before, and I've, I've yeah. been impressed with it's it. It's amazing. Yeah. Um, and the thing about it is, yeah, that was Ann Kerrigan talking. Uh, she was present at that investigation. She didn't hear it. I didn't hear it. Um, her husband, Tom, was doing some filming, and he didn't hear it. The family that was coming into the room at the time, uh, they were outside while we were uh, filming, and they didn't hear it. There was probably about eight or nine people in the room at the time, and nobody heard it. And, I played that. Go ahead. Did you say that uh, Tom was filming at the time, too? Yeah. He did was, it, um, he was in the up? other room. Oh, it didn't show up on the uh, the film at all, right? Um, I'm not quite sure. We, it was at the very end of the evening, and we were done uh, filming, we were done recording, and the family was coming back. So he may have shut down the cameras at that point. So. Okay, okay. And so I don't, don't think he caught it. Why don't we play that one more time? Yeah, everybody just keeps talking. Right. You know, discussing the smell of uh, roses that Ian was talking about that was upstairs in the hallway. And no effect whatsoever um, from the gunshot going off because nobody heard it at the time. Classic EVP. It, it just shows up on the recorder and nowhere else. Um, very, very interesting. And another point that I want to make about that recording is that um, when you look at the uh, decibel signature on my computer, it just pegs the chart. You know, it goes right off the screen. It's so loud, it goes beyond the range of computers, um, you know, decibel reading, and it's it's so loud. It's just uh, it's just crazy. That's all I can say about it, you know. Right. Um, what I'd like to do is uh, kind of get into some um, new stuff that I'm working on, um, which is the ITC portion of the paranormal community, which is the instrumental transcommunication. Mm -hmm. um, and that basically is the use of TVs, radios, telephones, computers, transmitters, you know, receivers, uh, things like that to, to get data from the other dimension or the other side. You know, the Frank's okay. box, Frank's box, uh, Shack Hack, EVP meters, uh, EMF meters, that's all instruments that are used to communicate with the other side. Um, people have heard of the Spirit Comp, and this device was uh, created by uh, Bill O'Neill and George Meek way back in the uh, early 80s, and um, it really took a, a huge quantum leap as far as the research goes and what can be done with machines to communicate with the other side. Um, what these guys did was they created a, a device using 13 tone generators, and it was all based on the frequency range of the male speaking voice. 
And um, I actually have a clip of that, which I got right off their website, which is itc.org. It's all free, and it's um, this is just a copy of one of their files. You can go on the Internet, log on to it, you know, just go in there, and you can get this exact same file. But if you want to play track seven, it'll give you an idea of what their device sounds like, and you get an idea of what the spirit sounds like when it's talking through the machine. So that's track seven. Dr. Mueller, please, sir. Yes, sir. Okay, that's um, Bill O'Neill calling out to um, this person named uh, Mueller. Mueller yeah. is, the, is the spirit. He had passed away some uh, 12 or 13 years earlier, I believe. And um, so Bill O'Neill is saying, Dr. Mueller, please, sir. And then the uh, spirit says, William. And then O'Neill says, yes, sir. And the spirit says, turn that camera off. And O'Neill says, turn the camera off. Well, sir, I'd like to record this. So it's just a brief little, brief little excerpt there. The voice sounds like someone who's had a tracheotomy, you know, no voice box, one of those little buzzing machines to help people talk. It sounds very much like that because they're using uh, um, kind of like a sound wave, but it's a, I'm not sure what kind of noise it is. I think it's a sine wave, but it's a collection of tones on 13 different machines that are uh, creating that sound. Can we play that again? I thought that was pretty cool. Can we play it with the other world. It's not an EVP, which is recorded and played back later to find out if you caught anything. This is a direct link. Much different. Uh, you know uh, what's interesting is that, uh, God, time's going by, but I, maybe five years ago has it been, or three or four years ago, I can't remember. Uh, you were up at the Hoot Mansion. We did uh, contact the conference up there, and we did a midnight right. seance type thing. We had a couple of uh, mediums. We had... Uh, I forget, uh, but you had the mics tube there as well, and yep. and we, we, we it was pretty cool. And uh, do you still have that mic tube? Are you still working with it? Yeah, I still have it. Um, I, I'm getting back into it. Um, I have, um, you know, re uh, reinvented, but I've I've kind of made another prototype of this device. Um, I'm partners with a gentleman named uh, Mike Dyser. Um, who lives down in uh, North Carolina, and um, me and I are partners in this research, and um, I'm getting back into using that. It's another tool, and um, it's one of these things where um, you need to be in the right frame of mind, and you need to be you need to be in the right place. Communication, there's benefits that come through, you know, like like I said earlier about becoming you know more more in tune with yourself, and you get uh, to be more you know cognizant of things to come, um, and it's a weird thing. It just kind of happens automatically, you know, but um, it's, 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 a, it's a connection that you have to make, you know, uh, and, it, and it takes time. The ITC.org website, um, there's a lot of information on there about it, how to, how to do it, how to set up equipment, questions you need to ask, you know, um, and there's just tons and tons of people who have been um, using this method 
of recording spirits and, and talking to them directly. And there's plenty of examples out there of it, and um, it's absolutely amazing. Um, I do have a file here. I um, I downloaded a, um, uh, a one of the one of the sound clips that they have on there, so that you can use that same tone for yourself to do your recording. Um, and it's track eleven, and um, actually the first one is on uh, track ten. I'm sorry, I played uh, track ten, and you'll hear me uh, ask, uh, talking. The voice that comes in is is rel- relatively faint. Um, but you can, you can, you probably won't be able to hear it on this recording, but at least give you an idea of the, um, the, the way that it sounds. I cleaned it up on track 11, so let's play track 10 first, and it'll give you an idea of how it sounds. how it sounds. I mean, in that is embedded a, a female voice saying, yes, I would. Okay, and, so why, uh, don't we, why don't we play 11 right now, then, right? That's where sure. we're on? Okay, play 11. Yep. yep. Hello? It's, okay. um, it's, it's probably another too short file for the uh, computer to grab. Um, it's basically... Um, you know, one of these things that you need to have is a good noise reduction program to take out the noise and to leave the voice behind. Mm-hmm. And um, this tone, I've I've kind of customized a little bit to match the speaking voice a little bit better. Um, the frequency range of the uh, signal that they provided was was too wide, so I, I clipped it from uh, 100 hertz up to like about 5,000 hertz, and just that section there, and uh, which is what we typically speak in anyway. And um, when you put noise reduction on it, what was left was a female voice saying, yes, I would. And you need to hear this stuff, you know, fresh in the, on your computer, playing it over the Internet and all this. Yeah, it, 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 it tried, so. tried, but I guess it didn't work. Uh, I know Leslie said it sounded like her alarm clock, but it does. It has that, that hum to it. I mean, yeah. that embedded in it is the voice. That's right. Yeah. Uh, and it's not, it didn't come in really, really loud. However... Um, I just started using this. This was only a couple of weeks ago that I made that recording, and um, I've got a little bit, it's a little bit more elaborate than it used to be. But um, I'm starting to do more experimenting with it, and um, you know, if I can get a, a good solid contact um, and really you know bridge that gap and uh, really get this thing to work, it'll be uh, you know a tremendous help to the field because that's you know <laughs> it's a it's a two way conversation that you can have. Mike, you're not going to believe this, but we just had the two-minute warning, so we've got to wrap it up. Anything else you want to finish off on the, on the EVPs, or, or is that pretty much it? Um, that's, that's pretty much it in a nutshell. I mean, uh, anybody out there that does this kind of work, um, you know, if you stay true to it and you continue, you know, asking some really good questions, and, uh, you know, the whole thing is connection, connection, connection. Um, right. The more you, more you can connect with it, I think the better your recordings are going to be. Right. You know? now, now, your book, once again, what's the title of your book? It's uh, EVP, Electronic Voice Phenomenon, Massachusetts Ghostly Voices, and there's a whole mess of tracks on there on the CD that comes with it that you can study so you can kind of get an idea of what these EVPs sound like and uh, what your own potential recordings can become because some of those recordings that are on there are just absolutely fantastic. Right, and uh, that's available everywhere. Yeah, Amazon, you can get it at Borders, Barnes & Noble. Go, you have to go to the um, 
local section because of the uh, you know, in the title it has Massachusetts, so they filed it under local local interest. Well, Mike, I want to thank you so much for coming on the show. It was great to yeah, talk to you again, and uh, you know, uh, uh, it's always good to work with you. Uh, you know, one of the most enjoyable things uh, was Fort Revere. It was it was I mean, it was a unique experience. I'm not that a lot happened there for us, but just to meet you and see how you did it, I, I found that uh, you know it opened my eyes to a whole new area of EVPs that I hadn't really known existed before. So uh, yeah, there's, there's too much there's too much to go over in, a, in one hour. Right, and you really do need a couple of hours of discussion and playing these clips and stuff to really get into it. So right, it's is, a big, is that it's a big, big field? Speaking about that that show, uh, East Bridgewater's most haunted. The yeah. is that on uh, uh, YouTube? Okay, so if you yep. want to see that episode that we're talking about, go to YouTube and uh, you can catch Mike and I make a Fort Rivera. Fort Rivera, and I make a cameo appearance, and Ron Jr. does too. Speaking of that, yep. And, and that's the first time. And that's the first time when you asked me to put together a presentation, and now uh, that's what got me started on this whole thing. It, uh, you got me into it. Oh, there it is. There it is. Mike Paul again. Mike, thanks so much. Very welcome. Thank you. Yeah, and so uh, everybody, uh, tune in next week when we'll be down at the Circles of Wisdom. And if you can, come on down, bring up one pair of socks, and uh, maybe get a free reading. So until then, uh, we want to thank everybody for listening. Good night. God bless. From ghoulies to ghosties. In today's business world, a helping hand or idea that doesn't come with an invoice is a treasured find. And if that happens to you, then you need to pay it forward to keep other entrepreneurs from making mistakes.